Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody. Uh, Brian Gittins here. Welcome to the Brian Gittins and Friends podcast. We are on episode 54. When is this ever going to end? Do you know, I actually thought last night, for the first time, I might end this. I might end this podcast and put it to bed. Um, I'll see how it goes. I had a little thought last night. Uh, just a little drink of sherry. I was looking into the fireplace and I was thinking, end it all, Brian. Okay, so on this episode, we have uh, Rob Orton, poet, Comedian, well, what, what, what do you call Rob? He's a poet, definitely a poet. Poet, comedian, uh, uh, I, 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 he's a poet and a comedian. Uh, I don't know if he's done any bin works on the bins. He might have worked on the bins. He's a poet, he's a comedian, and he's a bin man. It's Rob Orton. And I think we're, where are we? I think we're, I can't remember where we are. Oh, we're at Ian Botham's house. Yeah, I think we, uh, we went uh, looking around Ian Botham's uh, house or, or bungalow. So that's where we are today. Um, anything to tell you? Uh, not really, not really. No, tonight, tonight, Thursday, the 28th of March. If you get this and you've got nothing to do today, come along to the Moth Club in Hackney. It's the new act night that I'm emceeing. It's a brutal comedy tournament. And last month was the most fun I've ever had at a gig. Definitely. And so I'm going to be doing this gig until I die. Uh, so yeah, so that's tonight. If you want to support the podcast, then um, click like and subscribe on wherever you listen to it. And if you want to listen to it, it more of the podcast and see videos and news and whatnot, and you get you get episodes like we uh, like we put out Rob Orton's episode two weeks ago. In fact, we put out Rachel Stubbins, which is the next one. We put that out last night. So if you want to listen to the episodes earlier than the scum, uh, the rest of the scum, then come over to Patreon, uh, David Earl at Patreon. Who's David Earl? Forget about it. Stop asking the question. Uh, so, yeah, do that. Come over to Patreon. You get all sorts of goodies. <laughs> okay, so let's get on with it. Thank you so much for downloading. Tell your friends. Tell your butcher. Tell, tell your old primary school teacher. Tell everyone about the podcast, although I might be ending it soon. But anyway, here's episode 54 with Rob Orson. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody. It's uh, the Brian Gittins podcast. Oh, uh, how are you, David? You're looking very good. You're looking. You're looking well, actually. Thank you. It's Sometimes I look say. at you and I think, I think you might have some kind of 
I feel it sometimes. So a bit exhausted. So you got colour. Put on weight. Oh, wonderful. You got colour. Uh, Charles records you put on a little bit of weight. It's wonderful lovely. stuff. It's lovely to see. Uh, uh, how's life treating you? Good, I think. You know, I think on the whole, I think now Stop looking shouting. back on it, keep, keep the volume down. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, on the whole, it's going, uh, it's going well. Yeah. I'm feeling good at the moment. Out of ten, what would you give your life out? I'll give myself. I've got colour in the cheeks. I think eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Not perfect. No. Whose is? No. But he's finally eight. fits in those question. dungarees. Yeah, you finally fit in those dung- dungarees. <laughs> Are you talking about me? Are you talking about me? Uh, <laughs> why are you laughing at my? I, well, I, I, why? No, hang on. Why are you laughing at the fact I put on weight over the last two years? Why are you laughing at that? I was laughing purely because everyone else was laughing, and it was more of a case of just keeping in flow with the room. Right. So, was... do you find it funny? Because we went for an omelette before the recording today. Yes, yeah. And and you said when you saw me in something on the screen, you, you were like, King Howie's really put on weight. But that was a few years ago now. But have you got a problem with the fact that I keep putting on weight and then losing it? I haven't got a problem at all. We're all human, and I think we're all yo-yos when it comes to weight. Okay, our guest today is Rob Orton. Hello, Rob. Hello. Uh, what do you think of the fact that David might have a problem with the fact that I keep yo-yoing, yo-yoing my weight? Do you think this is quite aggressive? Isn't it? I don't think it's very nice at all. You should be supporting me. I, I, honestly, I am supporting you 100%. You know, and weight is like a yo-yo. It goes up and down, up and down. Does it make you laugh if I'm fat? No, it Look doesn't. Look at me in the eye. Full eye contact. And say, no, pupil. I don't find it funny at all that you put on weight. I don't find it funny You know, you're not looking me in the eye. You look to the roof. Here we go, here we go. I, um, uh, I don't find it funny at all that, you, that you've put on weight. I don't think you have put on weight. I, I said that with the omelette. I said I don't even think you have. When you saw me on the screen and you thought I, I put on weight, what genuinely, what, what, was your, what, what was your thought? I thought he's done it for the character. He's trying to get into the character. He's been given direction. Are you showing off in front of Rob? Right. No, no. Yes, Charles. He calls you names behind your back. Right, OK. Uh... <laughs> no, not showing off. That's the, the absolute truth. I so, just thought it was you in the character. Rob Orton, thank you so much for coming along, Rob. Pleasure so far. Uh... <laughs> and it will keep on being a pleasure. Right. Do you know Rob, David? Absolutely. The comic, the poet. I thought you were going to say absolutely not, then. No, no, I'm very much yeah, aware whatever. of who you are. No, I remember yeah. we did a, uh, yeah. we've done a podcast before. Yes, we have, yeah, yeah. Yes, we have, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you don't and remember. The, yeah, it was on... Oh, what, with... Uh, don't point. Sorry. <laughs> it was on Skype, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it was over, Yes, I do remember yeah, that very well. Skype. So, Rob, yes. do you like to be called uh, a poet, a comedian, a, a human being? What do you yeah, like a human being a is human trying, being. first yeah. and foremost, yeah, 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 writing yeah. things down and saying them out loud. yeah. Yeah, you like. Do you like to write things down and say about that? One of the guys. I do. One of the guys. It's a case of you know, inspiration hits you, which is a lovely feeling. Ink Mm. on the paper, and then you verbalise it to other people, and hopefully they can relate to you on some level. Do you know? I get I get criticised for not asking the guests any questions, so I'm going to start now. Yeah, go for it. Where did you get your interest in poetry from, Rob? It's so boring. (laughs) Well, I'm not interested in it, so there you go. Right, good. I am actually. No, yeah, yeah. I like words. Yeah, yeah you I like, like words. Yeah. I like, words are good fun. I like hearing conversations. Yeah, what's the longest word you know, Rob? That long Welsh tone. What's that? Do you know it, David? That, that long Welsh tone? No, no. Tone. 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 I don't know. Oh, that, no, 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 no. Town. I don't know any long words. Oh, um, town. Did you say? Shout. Sorry. Absolutely. Keep it oh. down. 
Um, well, it's the one that they have the uh, comedy festival at, don't they? What's it called? Um, no, no, it's not that. <laughs> not that one. Not that one. So, where, where did you write that? Then, for Pilgrimville, got your Richmond job, will until I like gog. Is that what it's called? Fucking knocking, I hit a cliffhanger. So sorry. There you go, that's where it is. I'd like to visit it. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking of. So, anyway, thanks for coming along. I'm going to ask you questions throughout the episode. Cool. Obviously, really feel I've, got, I've got a question, actually. Have you? Go on. For who? David. Okay, so we've bro- got. Okay, we're going to. All right, I normally ask the first one. We're going to break a rule. So, can we have a breaking the rule sting, please, editor? Break, 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 breaking the rules. It's a question in an unconventional order, which breaks all the rules. All the bloody rules, goddammit. Chaos, almost. Fucking anarchy. Break, 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 breaking the rules. Question. Thank you. Rob's going to ask the first question. Where are we? Well, yeah, I haven't even said where we are. So, where are we in this episode? We are... Uh, we are in Ian Botham's house. Wow. So we're about... Well, we're not actually in Ian Botham's house. We're on his drive. He's got a gravel drive. If we in Lannan, Richmond, No, no, in Worcester. So we're just going to walk up the drive. Wonderful. And uh, just before you ask your question, we're going to knock on Ian Botham's house door. What? So, oh, blimey, I wasn't expecting this. So okay, so can you tell the audience what his house looks like quickly, Dave, before we knock on the door? Well, uh, it's just like a, it's a very large, wide bungalow, so there's not a second or third uh, floor, but it's very, you know, it's a big, big bungalow, but it is just a bungalow. Okay, so... Which is a bit surprising. <laughs> like to knock on the door, Dave. Here we go, knock, knock, here we are. You don't have to do the uh, noise. Just knuckles knock on. on the wood. Just knock on the door. Yep, there we go. No, you keep pretending to. Knock on it. Give it. No, 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 no. Knock okay. on the door. Why won't you just knock on the door? Well, there I am. I'm knocking on it no, as you're you speak. you're pretending to. Knock on the door. Thank you. There we go. Simple. There we are. <laughs> OK, so he's not in. So what we're going to do is we're going to break into Ian Botham's house. But you ask the first question, Bob. So the first question of the episode is from Rob Orton. What was the last item you can remember buying in Argos? The last item I bought in Argos uh, was... Into the mic, please, David. Absolutely, yeah, you're quite Not right. Not that much into the great mic. Great question. Great question. Well, it is a very good question. Semi-great question, Rob. First of all, I was shocked to find it in Sainsbury's. Stop shouting at him? Sorry, absolutely. Keep the volume down. What did you find in Sainsbury's? Argos. What? They don't. Uh, Argus is um, as you can't find an Argus now in the, in the uh, local high street. Wait, you've got to go into Sainsbury's to yeah, get to Argus. Yeah, you've got to. Yeah, I, I turned a corner, I suddenly an Argus. In Sainsbury's. About? In Sainsbury's. He's stalling for time. You've got. Yeah. An, is it got its own aisle? Argos aisle? No, not at all. A whole section of the shop, a whole corner of Argus uh, is Sainsbury's. Is now Argus. Okay, all are right. You, are you talking about Sainsbury's in W? Trying to think of a funny item. <laughs> There's a Sainsbury's in W. H. Smith's. In train stations? Honestly. Stalling. <laughs> Honestly. Can you just answer the question? And the question was? The last thing I bought... Stop shouting. A bonus point for the serial number. Bonus point for the serial number. OK, yep. Scalectrix was the last thing I bought there. How old my you? Um, uh, nephew, not for me. OK. Well, I certainly enjoyed playing on that. And the serial number? Um... Just say if you uh, don't know. I don't know. Okay. I'm not going to lie and try and show off. I just do not know. Okay. So how much was the scale? How much is scale electrics? Twenty think? pounds, and so. it was a healthy sized track. 
It's about half the lounge. And um, yeah, it's 20 quid. 20 quid. Handed over the Queen's face, got myself a track and two cars. (laughs) Not bad at all. 20 quid, 20 pounds. How old is your nephew? My nephew is... Bullshit. (laughs) Bullshit. No, three years old. Three or four. No, not your nephew's age. Oh, no, no, no. I mean the price of the scale. He's five. I don't care about you. I like your nephew. I'm just saying I don't care about his age. I want to know the price of the scale electric. Oh, I said 20 pounds. I don't believe you. No, yeah, it's twenty pounds. Skeletor. I mean, it wasn't the Kalextric base Kalextric nine hundred and seven slash eighty nineteen. Okay. Yeah, that's his. But well remembered. Do you go into August? Uh, Sometimes. Yeah. Oh, last time. Thirty nine point nine nine. Thirty nine pound ninety nine. Thirty nine pound ninety nine. Did you get half price? Yeah, it's, it must have been. And yeah. also, there's different um, amounts of different tracks. I imagine. I don't think mine was. He's only five. Yeah. So it's not going to have like uh, ramps. He loved that, didn't he? Oh god, yeah, went down an absolute treat. Yeah, was I was it, very popular on the day. Was it a figure of eight? Oh. No, it wasn't. So that's probably where your forty pounds is a figure of eight. So what was it? It was like a circle, really, and was you'd race zero? each other. Yeah, like a zero. You're quite right. Not an eight, a zero. So you put next to each other and be eighty. You like words? What's another word for a circle and a zero? Not. Not another word, David. Uh, an O. <laughs> there you go. Can we play a game? Yes. Okay, so we have some uh, background music, please, James. We're going to play the the the, let, uh, the number zero game. So yeah, if you give me another word for the number zero, go. Ooh. Oh. Uh. Oh. Daniel. Not. Have we said not? No, no, no. We carry on. Not. Yeah, we have that. Um, circle. Stop sign. Um, no, that's bad. I'm trying to think uh, what else it would be. Um, Say donut. Uh, yeah, donuts. Wrong. Oh, dear. Okay, so... You led me down that path. <laughs> My hand in yours. Happy to, to go along with you. So you do, do you do buy stuff from uh, August? I do, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, probably an airbed was the last thing I bought. Did you really? You get them quite cheap from there. Do you know, I uh, heard a story last week about a guy who fucked an airbed. <laughs> Genuinely. Really? Gosh. Yeah, he sort of rolled the pillow over and put his willy in the hole. And I know a guy who I caught, I actually caught him fucking a porno mag. Right, what, 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 on the airbed? He's one of my friends, my old childhood friend. I, no, 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 he was fucking a porno mag. Just made a hole and... No, just... no, no, there's no hole, it's just slamming against the page. Flipping out. You want to watch out for paper cuts and things like that with that, I'd have thought. Yeah. Man, that no. could add to it. I'm trying to visualise it. I can't even quite... What's yeah. that, Charles? Did he come? Not sure. Not sure. Quite a frustrated man, just trying to relieve a lot of that tension. Yeah. We can all relate to that to a certain degree. Having sex with the uh, the airbed, though, that's Was quite this man intense. called David? <laughs> no, 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 it's not David. No, Having it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It's quite... Well, I'm generally, how desperate do you need to be to curl up on the pillow of an airbed and put your... Because with, like, a blow-up doll, at least you've got, like, you know, a face, Boots. two legs, you've got some kind of role-play. Do blow-up like... dolls have... Um... Well, an airbed could be a type of a blow-up doll. But yeah, I'm thinking exactly. it's more like just a large, you know, canvas of air, really, isn't it? There's no actual personality there or anything to <laughs> well, project onto. A... It's not in a... But do, do air, air, what are they called? Air dolls? What are they called? Uh, Sex dolls? Yes. Do, yeah. they have, um, do they have vaginas or anything at all? Apparently so. Do they? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. And there's um, I saw one in what would you in call Japan your doll, David? What would you call your sex doll? It would just be um, quick, quick. Samantha. Simple as that. Keep it simple. Sam or Samantha. Yeah. Uh, generic name. Generic. And um, yeah, I think simple as that. Don't cr- don't try and show off. <laughs> Blaz, <laughs> just simple name. Would you, know, would you start with Samantha and then the more you got to know us, change it to some? Yeah, I would do, yes. I'd wait until the ice has been broken type of thing. She's out of the box. She's been blown okay. up a few times. Okay, so James is going to take us forward in time uh, to a moment when you bought Samantha. So so if you'd like to, uh, you'd like to hear what What nickname at. would you give her? Let's, let's hear what that sounds like. So if you get her out of the box, here we go. Just have a conversation with her. He's David with Samantha. Here we uh, go, Samantha. Welcome to my uh, my lounge. I'm just going to lay you on the couch here, um, and I'm going to uh, put the uh, the pipe in somewhere. Um, there we go. I use this for camping, but I think it should be able to fill you with the sufficient amount of uh, air needed. There we go. You can see uh, oh a smile appearing on your face as uh, the air enters the cheeks. You've got lovely hair. Uh, don't mind uh, just. Gently stroking it as your uh, your thighs and your uh, your kneecaps come to life. Seeing a real person in front of me. There we go. There we are, a full person. Uh, take a seat. There we are. Keep going. Uh, wonderful. So you got wonderful eyes. It's got to be said, and you've got a lovely figure. And let's uh, take the pipe out and uh, connect the. Uh, and there we go, a fully formed woman in my flat. Who'd think it? Filled with 100% air. Okay, there's nothing right, else, yeah, okay, there's no yeah, reply yeah, no, there, no, really. No, no, it's no, one I'm way. Sort of, no, I wasn't interested in the conversation. I wanted to hear you get down and dirty with her. Absolutely. Don't I worry think, about I'll, it. I'll treat her like a lady. I think I can hear Beefy coming in. Uh, no, that's not him. That's just a postman. What we'll do, we'll walk around the back of him both himself. So here we go. Yes. We're walking around the back of his bungalow. David, see that little window there? That's his downstairs toilet. If we smash that quickly. Really? That's yeah, illegal, isn't it? it. We're going to go in and look around in both themselves. Right, okay, there we go. Let's get that smash. Okay, Done so, and dusted. Uh, Rob, you get, oh, you get on, on my hands. I'll lift you up. You get, there we go. And we David, there we go. And, oh, we're in in both themselves. Wow. Wow. Uh, what do you see immediately, Rob? Massive. It is massive. It's bigger than you think. It's got a big fire guard. It's got a big fire guard. A lot of trophies. The guy's won a lot of awards. Yeah, what awards has he won, David? Well, it seems to be all cricket related. Well, yeah, read it. Look at that award. What does that say? Um, sports professional uh, legends of 2002. That was a very competitive year, but he still won. Yeah. And that award there? Um, the Ashes. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, just uh, rows upon rows of bloody ashes. And that award there. Uh, that was um, helping um, disabled kids. Okay, so I've, got more a, about, you know. I've got a question for you, David. Uh, what movie quotes do you use on a regular basis? Film quotes? Um, I'm trying to think of an actual quote in a film. Well, say, in... say if you don't. No, I don't think I do use film okay, quotes. Well, I think it's simple as that. Your, Show me the you. money. Show me the money. Do you ever say that? I've, do you know, I'm not going to lie, I've never said that. It sounds a bit rude. Show me the money. It's, it's An American could pull that off, but I don't I think in Britain. People. I love black people. Yeah, I, in actual fact, I do regularly say that. So that's a film quote I do regularly embrace. When did you last say that? I would say um, probably when I was in an airport, just surrounded by people of different ethnicities, just stood in the middle of the um, the lounge bit when you're waiting to go on the plane. And you said what? Um... 
just sort of almost just probably said it to myself <laughs> type of thing, you know. <laughs> what do you mean? What did you say? You know, I love black people, basically. Simple as. <laughs> just made it clear. Gave the air stewardess eye contact and a nod of the head. Just to make okay, it clear. OK, well, let's, let's see what this looks like. So David, again, is going to take us back to another time. You're walking through um, Gatwick Airport to your little lounge bit. And uh, over to you. Tell us what you do. Let's see what happens. I'm just standing there in the middle of the uh, departure lounge, uh, both hands on both hips, kind of just looking around at everyone, and then I just give eye contact to the air stewardess and just say, you know, do you know what? I just l- love black people. And it's just, you know, it's just a real epiphany moment. And just leave it there kind of thing. And then uh, I'm just saying, I'm just letting, it's, just, it's a positive comment. It's no okay. criticism. OK, that's fine. So that's in Gatwick Airport. Can I just stick you in another location? Maybe, um, where could we be? Argos again type of thing? Let's or? put you in an off-licence. Yes, fair okay, enough. So you're about to walk into an off-licence. Let's over to you again. Let's see what happens. Yep, so I'm in the off-licence. I'm, I'm queuing up with perhaps a bottle of uh, cider and um, flicking through a magazine I've bought. And, you know, I, I turn to the man behind the counter and I, I show him a picture and it's like a fashion kind of, uh, you yeah. know, sort of cover shoot type of thing. And one of them, is, one, of the, one of the models is of, you know, uh, a certain ethnicity type of thing. And I just say, you know... Don't you love black people? As a, as a sort of a question with a question mark at the end, and he says yes. You know, I buy the side and the magazine, and I go my way. It's and, a great icebreaker. Okay. Yeah. And one other time, let's do one more location. You're on Brighton Beach. Um, you've had a little bit to drink. You're walking along the pebbles. We can hear that now. Walking along the pebbles. The beach is quite busy, and you want to shout out to the whole of Brighton. Well, yeah, I'd roll up my trousers, wander into the, the sea, just up to my sort of shins, and then I'd just look out to the beach, um, you know, gesturing to certain people. Do you want to go into the corner of the room so you can really shout it? Yeah, if you want me to. Yeah, to, might, um, as well. might as well do it right. Just stand here in the middle of Brighton, sorry, headphones, and uh, just shout, you know, you know, I love... <laughs> no, let, obviously shout it. That's not shouting. I love... <laughs> Uh, you listening? I love <laughs> black people. Simple as that. Just wanted to share that with you back to your sunbathing. Okay. Okay, Rob. So have you got another question for David? Sorry about that, Rob. That was quite a uh, <laughs> surreal situation. I'm sort of hitting the rewind button now and thinking what took place there. I don't know if it was uh, if it's appropriate or bridges have been burnt. I'm not sure. Right. But it's all positive. It's all just saying, you know, got a lot of love and affection for... Yeah. That particular subset. I've got a question. Subset. <laughs> yes. Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know the feel. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, second question from Rob. If you decided to install a stained glass window into your house, which people or animals, if any, would you have included in the scene? Wow, lovely. So like a church-style stainless... Uh, yeah, but you can choose any... Incredible anyone. question. It is a very good question. It's a very impressive one. we have one. the sound of a rocket going off? <laughs> lovely. And what animals? Yeah, you could... Just your favourite animals, your favourite people. Yeah, I would definitely have it as a forest setting... Okay. Okay. So, like a. So, a, are the trees like coming in from the side, like some branches? Yes, that would be like the outside of the stainless window. Okay. And then on the actual um, uh, twigs, you know, the actual arms of the trees. Is it a stainless window, do you say? Stained glass. Stained glass. Stained glass. Stained, yeah, it's stained not glass. Stainless window. No, you're quite right. No. Every um, window would stain if you don't look after it. Quite right. So, um, I'd have uh, squirrels yeah. on what, the red, sides red, of it. Grey or red? I'd have both. Okay. Ruby red yeah. and a nice mysterious kind of grey. Brilliant. And um, definitely when the sun goes through, particularly with the, the red squirrels, oh, creates yeah. a really you know impressive uh, reflection on the carpets, mm. ultimately. And then right at the centre at the top, I'd have a large hawk. Uh, you like owls, oh, don't you? I do like owls. I didn't think of that. Maybe have a few owl eyes appearing in amongst the leaves. Side really? Of yes. But definitely a hawk hovering above them all. All right. Well, and why the hawk? Well, you don't know if it's a friend or foe. Because one thing about uh, windows, those church-style windows, yeah. is there needs to be the potential for a narrative. So what's happening in the middle? Uh, in the middle, you have um, a forest in the background. A forest? It's got a real depth of field, like trees in the background and bushes and things in like that vein. So around the sides, you've got squirrels. In the middle... You've got a um, hovering hawk. You don't know if it's a friend or foe. Okay. It's going to uh, basically you know, consume So you're going to be looking at this every day in your house, though, and you're going to be asking yourself that question, what is it friend or foe? Very much getting me ready for what's waiting for me behind that front door, as in society, you know. Yeah. Am I going to be surrounded by hawks that want to eat me yeah. or embrace me? Yeah. One way or the other, basically. And then in the background... What's the last um, time you were um, confronted by a a hawk, a metaphorical hawk that wanted to eat you. Who was that? Gosh, I'm trying to think. A metaphorical hawk. Um, probably queuing up in a pub or a bar in the sense of uh, not trying to eat me, but trying to, you know, they haven't been waiting as long as me, but they're trying to just consume me, push me aside and get their fosters before me type of thing. So I'd say there's a sort of an unwritten competition taking place there type of thing. Mm. It's not actually verbalised. Mm. But someone's taking liberties, and I know who that hawk is. Yeah, so you've got some forest in the background, and then what? In the foreground, there's some people. Uh, no people. No people. All animals. 
not touched by humans. And in the background, the more I think about it, we can see these little ruby yellow reflections. Ruby uh, yellow? Yes. Oh, no, not ruby yellow. Sorry. Um, what was yellow? Sort of like, uh, yeah, sort of... Uh, uh, lemon yellow, gold yellow, quite right. Um, and they're the owls right. watching paranoia. Yeah. Gazing and judging <laughs> as you're, uh, you know, sat there on the top of a branch. What, in your house? Who's sat there? What? Uh, in, in the actual picture. Okay. So it'd be the squirrels. All right. Ultimately. That sounds like, that sounds like a nice it does, doesn't it? Yeah. stained glass window. No sex dolls, no? Absolutely. No. You've got sex dolls in your window. Uh, no, God, no, no, I wouldn't no, have no, that no. whatsoever. Okay, no, that's yours. very much not in a box, under the couch. Yeah. No, none of that in the forest. Rob, how long have you been uh, writing um, uh, poems for? Um, about, since about 2005, maybe. 2005? Um, have you ever written a poem, David? No, I've never Don't sat down. fucking shout. Sorry, keep the volume normal. Pen okay. in hand, I've never written an actual... Poem. What, where Bob, do, you, do you think you could advise David on how to write a poem? Where do you start? Where do you start? Uh, uh, so if, if you come up with a... What would you want to write? Seriously, David, what would you like to write a poem about? Don't try to be funny. No, 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 it's fine. No, no, no. Well, I think the forest setting that we're saying... No, you early. don't want to write a fucking poem about the forest. I'm trying to... A subject about... Um, I think something that's quite a- epic and atmospheric... I what think mean, um, something in your life what means a lot to you. Something that means um, a lot to a family. Okay, family. Would be. So he wants Domestic to write a unit. poem about fa- your nephew. Yes, scare electrics on my nephew. Christmas Day. Okay, so how, where would he start? Where would you start with that, Rob? Mm, maybe with the paper. What wrapping paper was it? Can you remember? Um, it was. Christmas, I think uh, Bob the Builder. Christmas, Bob the Builder. Was it? It was. I remember it now very well. Oh, that's good. So, so that, that sounds expensive. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, it's. You're you not know, getting that from th- the pound shop, are you? I'm certainly not. Probably got it from Argus alongside the actual really? scale electric. Do you want to start the poem, David? Can we have a little bit of music, please, James? Just, just give the first two lines. The cu- is it a couplet? Is that what it's called? Rob? It was a couplet. Yeah, I tried to. I don't. I've don't got like big that. on rhyming, but. Okay. I'll tr- Rob doesn't like rhyming. <laughs> I would okay. rather you avoid that. Yeah, no, so I, don't, I don't mind. If you could do the first two lines and then we'll see what Rob thinks of it. <laughs> Definitely. Um... So a bit of music starting now. All about your family. I hold the box in the palm of my hand, looking down, filled with expectation and excitement. Genuinely, genuinely, Rob. Don't, you know, if you heard that, if you went to some... Poetry reading, would you go, that's rubbish? Or would you go, oh, okay, I mean? I think, yeah, I'd be like, yeah. I'm interested to see what's in the box. Okay. There we go, that's okay, what we next want. Okay, two lines. Um, I go to the floor and pick up a roll. On the roll is the face of Bob, the builder. <laughs> Not, I've that's lost crap. it now. Crap. I thought Are the present sure was wrapped up. Yeah, I thought I it was all well. wrapped up. Oh, no, no, no. It's what did you say, Charles? Wrapped. Absolutely crap. I'm out. What? I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> crap. Not in... Tr- just, I've, I've lost the audience. Can we start again? Please try harder. Right, here we go, here we go. Don't try and be funny. It's not, it's not about being funny. It's about writing a good poem. Right. Try a bit harder. Try a bit harder. I look down to see the box 
already wrapped and Bit ready harder. to... Harder. Try, wrapped. Try filling. again and try harder. I look down at the box. Harder. harder. Thank you, Charles. Harder. The box is open. I've thrown it across the room. Just trying to add some drama. Trying to keep people no. interested in a hook. No. Rob. Just, yeah. Oh, there's a lot of pressure on you. How would you start that poem? Like, instinctively, what would you... I'd maybe start, or um, I'd go with... I'd probably start with a box as well. But, I mean, maybe maybe the scale extra boxes are normally quite colourful, aren't they? Maybe I'd start with the colours of, of, of the... Of the, the lights on. Have they got, the car's got the lights on and things like that, That's maybe. Nice. Don't know. Lovely little detail. Yes, little elements like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, OK, okay yes. Try that. Thank this you. This is my kind of guy. Yeah. Right, let's try it again with that in mind. I see the box on front of which is a dad and a son having the time of their life I hope to recreate in an hour's time. There we go, a bit of nostalgia, a perfect setting. Yeah. In front of it. Has he got, what's the, <laughs> has he got a jumper on, the little kid? Uh, yes, he has. Or like, a, I imagine like a tracksuit, one of those Adidas tracksuits. Oh, really? Definitely, yes. What, with poppers? Yep, absolutely. Poppers, absolutely vital. And perhaps uh, son and dad wearing matching Adidas tracksuits with poppers. What a colour. Other brands are available. Uh, red. Red, white stripes. What, like, yep. like like something out of Royal Tenenbaum? Yes, that kind of vibe. Absolutely. Right. In unison. Right. Uh, this hasn't got legs of poem, has it? crap. It is, uh, it's a shape. I've got one more question. Yeah. My lord. Yeah. You, said, you told me to Tuck bring in, four. Mate. Tuck in, um, Is the rumour true that your uncle is that the much-celebrated triple jumper Jonathan Edwards CBE? Unfortunately not. Got it. Unfortunately, you know, I've let you down with the poem and I've let you down with my Gene Paul relatives. Are you going to bring anything to this episode? Well, I didn't realise... OK. Um, that was a bad question. I've got another one. If you had a ranch, what would you call it? If you won the lottery and you could move to America and then you've got a ranch? Uh, uh, Nirvana. Simple as that. It'd be my own version of heaven. I'd be in control. Very high fences. <laughs> and, I, you know, I'd breed whatever animal that I wanted yeah. in my own little heaven, like a sort of god figure. Really? Yeah. And, uh, you know, grow corn, eat popcorn... And just kind of uh, just chill out. Guys, guys, realm. guys, uh, in Botham's bedrooms, just down that hallway. So if we make our way down the little hallway there, and uh, there it is, there's the door, and it's shut tight. So I'm going to try and push it over. There we go. So push it. There are 500 cricket balls in here. There are 500 cricket balls in here. And they've all been shined and all ready to use. And Ian Botham's asleep in the bed, David. Well, we should leave, though. I don't want you to sleep. Go over to Ian Botham. Let him do what? He's snoring. He's snoring. We should leave him then, really, No, no, no. Go over to Ian Botham. David's creeping over to Ian Botham. And what shall I do? What do you want to do? Just leave him be, I think. I don't want to wake him up. He might be a bit, Under a bit angry. Flies. Under his flies, his pyjama fuck. Here we go. Just unbutton there. Just open it slightly, give him a bit of air circulation. Hello, Beefy. Hi, Beefy. Let's have a little conversation with Beefy. 
Can I have a chat with him? Well, firstly, I do apologise. It wasn't my idea to come into your room unannounced and uh, start unbuttoning uh, parts of your uh, PJs type of thing. Um, He's got a question of sport pyjamas on. I think you have to present it. Why to is he not get talking that. to you? I've no idea. I think he's shocked and appalled there's a stranger in his bedroom that's unreleased his flies. OK, I've got a question here from someone on Patreon, David. Someone here on Patreon. And he asks... Stuart Page. I think he's, he's already sent in uh, uh, questions before. He's a real page donor, Stuart Page on Patreon. He asks, what's the worst thing that your mother has ever said to you? The worst thing uh, my mother has ever said to me... Um, do you know, I don't think there was anything negative. I think it was always strong that. reviews. The worst thing that your brother has said to you? Uh, worst thing my brother... I think I've said before, you know, he does end most sentences with an element of criticism. Okay. So I think right. all... I've got an idea, Rob. Okay. So we've got a big plasma screen there on the wall. Yeah, brilliant. Um, I thought it'd be nice to every so often invite your brother onto the podcast. Right. So we're going to Skype him like we did in the last episode. So I'm just loading up the Skype. There we go. And then I'm going to ring your brother. Okay, we're just calling David's brother. Your brother's called what? Uh, James. James. So uh, it's just calling James. He's in New Zealand. Yes, he certainly is. And David's gonna. You're gonna do an impression of your brother. You're gonna have a conversation with him. Yeah. See how the podcast uh, yeah, if you is wish. going. Yes. Okay. There he is. There's James. Wave to James, everybody. Hi, James. How are you? Are you listening to uh, the podcast? No, I haven't been... Well, it's not being broadcast live, is it? So there's no way I'm not telepathic. Yeah, very true, very true. Maybe, you know, when it is finished, we'd like to hear a review. Well, it's not all about you, Dave. It's, uh, you know, I've just rung up to talk about the family generally and just, you know, get up to date with what's happening. Yeah, I apologise. Sorry about that. It's, uh, I can become a little self-obsessed. Uh, how is New Zealand generally? Um, I've already told you in the email I sent, but you haven't replied to yesterday. Right. Uh, sorry about that. It's just time, basically. There's a lot of admin taking place. Well, it takes five seconds to reply to an email, doesn't it? Come on. Most people can do it via mobile phone. You're quite right. I apologise. You're right again. Um, and then it, it, it just sort of dismantles these, these conversations. Well, let's just, just keep just, talking um, for another minute. Let's just try and... Um, How's your job at, at, at New Zealand? Is are you enjoying that as a nurse? You you working in a hospital? Is it quite um, stressful? Yes, it is stressful, and you know it's stressful because you just explain that to me yourself. You're giving me answers already to the questions. That's not a conversation. Once again, I apologise. I, I I really generally do, and it's just back and forth. Then like that. Might as well hear that back and forth for a little bit longer. Ask him if he likes in Gotham. Ask him if he Oh, likes. yes, James, you may not realise it. Have a look around. But this isn't my house. This is the house of famous cricketer of the 80s, particularly in Weetabix ads, uh, Ian Botha. Shredded wheat. Uh, shredded wheat, quite right. Not Weetabix, shredded wheat. Um, as you can see, we've got to have all the ashes on the actual uh, side uh, can there. Can you ask James about your comedy career? What he thinks of it. Yeah, quick question, James. Give me the real fact. Um, what do you think of um, my comedy career at the moment? Where do you think it's going? Is it is it lifting off? Is it is it climbing to new uh, advantages? Uh, 
Well, I, I don't know. I've never seen you on the TV. No one's heard of you in New Zealand. Uh, you need to go a lot more global with it. I think uh, there's a lot of talk. There's not a lot of action taking place. That's my view on your career at the moment. Uh, there isn't a career. That, that's the reality, Dave. Thanks for the reality pill, bro. I'll um, I'll happily swallow that and, uh, you know... Oh, hang on a minute. I uh, just need to reconnect with Skype. So, is it James? Uh, it is, oh, yeah. James's face is just frozen on the plasma screen. How does that feel, talking to James on the podcast? Uphill struggle. Bite my tongue. OK, and he's back again. OK, one more question, then we'll... Quick question, then we'll close down Skype. Thanks. Golden question time. Yeah, thanks for that, James. Uh, my question's wrong. Yeah, close it? down Skype. We'll, we'll have a golden question section with yep. Rob. Skype is closed down. It's gone. Okay, thanks there for that. There we go. So we have a golden question section each podcast, okay. Rob, where David gets to ask the guests one question. Okay, doc. So, David, have you got a question for uh, Rob? Yep, absolutely. The question I want to ask was, if you weren't in the... Uh, have the, you come up with a question? I have, yeah. I'm just trying to make sure it's well okay, executed sure. and well put put together. Sure. Not one about comedy. Not one about comedy. Oh, it is slightly re- well, related come, to... Um, come up with another one. With creativity. Oh, OK. Um, All right. Go on, then. Well, to a, to a certain degree. Mm. Um, no. Yeah, I don't think people are going to like this one. I think they're going to find it a bit... You, I've lost have confidence. Have given it any thought? I have. The question was... I asked you to bring one question in. That's I have. I now I've lost losing confidence with it, but it was about, you know, if you weren't in the arts and you weren't given the opportunity to, to write books, uh, do comedy, and you found yourself, you know, in an office doing a normal nine-to-five job, would you be able... Do you think you'd survive in that environment? OK, that's interesting. Is that anything to do with your work and how you have to survive in your work? No. Okay. No, no. So, how would you find that environment? Uh, I'd definitely try my best. Would I be able to write things down? No, it's very much nine to five, they own you type of thing. Yeah. Um, I think you'd just just have to try your best, wouldn't I? I mean, we're in an office at the moment, they've got a fruit bowl. I haven't got a fruit bowl in my house, and I think I'd just think about the free... When I did used to work in an office. I was going to say, you've experienced it, though. Yeah, yeah. I used to enjoy the free fruit, and they used to have really nice uh, Hovis bread and Lurpak and oh, Gale's nice. set honey for free. So I just so you, lapped you that up, for really. those little moments that you've give got, you a bit I of think pleasure. You've, you've got to, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, um, no, it's the right way to out. It's the right do, out do you like your job, David? Or do you find yes, it? I do. You yeah. do. Yes. That's lovely. Yeah, absolutely. What, you always tend to. Uh, are you just saying that so because this goes out? No. Are, no. You like your job. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay. I, I think one thing that I do miss is uh, I spend a lot of time on my own, and working in an office, you get to be around people, don't you? Yeah, you, I can imagine you spend a lot of time. Do you do you, do you procrastinate a lot just on your own in the uh, in the flats? Uh, yeah, well, you boss. just go round and round in circles. There is that no, and like being self-employed is pretty brutal sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I can does, imagine. Does, uh, can does... Yeah, I can't. I don't think I get anything done if Why? I don't have a boss. Well, I just um, I find myself just making snacks, getting up late, um, thinking, oh, there's no use doing anything now. You know, I have lunch, 
and then easily three, four o'clock would rock up and there'd just be nothing produced, just a lot of Netflix watched. Yeah. What snacks would you be making, do you think? Um, also, what would your job be? Self-employed as what? Self-employed as um, a writer, perhaps? You know, a pen and paper? Uh, you know, a, a novel, something in that kind of vein? But I think, um, you know, to wake up the next morning with that inspiration, fuel and energy... Uh, we just don't know how you're going to wake up, do you? Mm. You know, what kind of outlook you're going to have. Mm. And if it's not, you know, um, get ready to rumble, you know, pistons in the air, shoot, let's start sprinting. What are you talking about? Uh, you know, metaphor of, like, get out of bed, get stuff happening, you know, the race of life. OK, so we're just walking through. In both of them's gone back to sleep, so we're just walking back through his bungalow. We need to find the safe. Yeah, we do. We need to find Ian Botham's safe and and uh, Nick his money. So while we look for his safe, I'm going to ask one more question, David. And that question... And not the ashes. And that question is, if someone narrated your life, who would be the narrator? If someone narrated my life, it would be... You've got 30 seconds. Um, oh... Uh, who, who presents Weakest Link? It is... Um... Anne Robinson. Yeah, Anne Robinson. Definitely. You know, very much teacherly, educated, very, you know, uh, at times unimpressed, other times celebrating moments of my life. Uh, can we hear what that sounds like? So you're getting out of bed. How would, how would Anne Robinson do that and narrate your life? Well, it'd be that sort of voice. Okay, you know, well, sort can of we theme, sit? So you know. she's narrating you getting out of bed. Here you are, getting out of bed. Go. Uh, Dave le- uh, leans his left foot out, then right, stretches, and then wanders to the uh, toilet to uh, relieve himself before the beginning of yet another day. Is she, is she like being mean to you as well? Is she like? I think at times it would be quite spiky. Yeah. You know, yeah. quite nasty every now and then. And what does she sound like? Well, the weakest link. Goodbye. Yes, that would be said every now and then. What, what would she be like when she sees you've done something good? So what would that be? Yeah, a lot. Oh, let's hear it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well done, Mr. Edwards. Well done. It'd be like that, yeah. echoing what, over the top. What had you done? To... Um, it would be a case of uh, helping a, um, a disabled person onto a bus. So simple as that. Not just grabbing myself a chair. OK, so can we hear the whole thing? Well done, Mr. Edwards, for helping you to say... Well done, Mr... It's Ms. 2019. It's okay. 2019. We're all helping each other on and off public transport. OK, OK. So we're coming to the... We can't find it safe. Uh, I'm going to apologise, to be honest with you. I'm sorry, Rob. Uh, normally, we're... Uh, this is a excellent podcast. Yes. Or crap. I, I, I think it's pretty good. You know, yeah. we get there from beginning, uh, middle and end. But normally, we, you know, it's very tightly structured. Normally, know what we're doing, and I feel like we've let you down, Rob. So, David's written a sorry and apology letter there. So, if you pull the letter out, David. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, just apologise to Rob for the podcast. Dear Rob, uh, you made the effort to, to come along. Brilliant. You know, you paid for the underground and uh, the bus and uh, walked, you know, along many a street to be here. Apologies, as our uh, admin really wasn't, you know, top-notch. We really hadn't uh, sort of come up with a clear narrative and character arc before you turned up. Apologies. Come along next time, and we'll have a lot more narrative ammo to fire at you. 
apology accepted, but yeah. I, I also went in with some questions at the wrong time, so I think I'm partly to blame. No, no, no. no, not at all. No, he might be, actually. Really? What, Rob might be the reason why it hasn't really floated. <laughs> I, I think it might be. No, I think he's done absolutely perfectly. I think, you know... Yeah, but you, you, what, you normally you talk about the guests afterwards well, after they've gone, don't you? In a, in a positive light, definitely. No, it's nothing to do with you, Rob. Thank you so much it. for coming along. My pleasure, thanks for having me. It's been so lovely. No, thank you very much, We're Rob. We're stuck in Ian Botham's uh, house, aimlessly walking around with nowhere Wandering to go. Wandering in the hallways. Sometimes, maybe this is a bit like, uh, what's that uh, Coen Brothers film where it's got no ending? <laughs> I don't know. Right, we're, we're a little bit like that, this podcast. Yeah, yeah that style. Exactly. So, D- Rob, thank you for coming on. David, thank you. No, thank you. Charles, thank you, Rob. thank you. I loved it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I loved it. And Ian Botham. Bye-bye to Ian Au Botham. Au revoir, sir. Thank Bye. you. See you on the next one. Bye-bye. <laughs> that was a Mr. Box production. 